What's up, pals, and welcome back to another episode of The Passion Project. I'm your host, Hallie Smith, visual storyteller and creator on TikTok and YouTube. I hope that this podcast can inspire you to get out of your comfort zone and into your passions so that you can live a truly fulfilling life. And the best part is we're on this journey together. So let's go. Hello, hello, my beautiful podcast beans. Welcome back. I'm back on camera for those of you watching on YouTube. And for those of you listening, I wanted to update you all. Um, As I said, I was going to kind of show the process of starting a, a podcast here. And it's been the struggle trying to figure out the echo. My apartment is super echoey. And I've You can't see it on camera or obviously if you're listening, but I literally have blankets hung, pillows stacked everywhere. I got a new couch, so I was hoping that would help absorb the echo, but long story short, I'm still struggling with it. But I actually found that recording on my phone helps with the echo more than the microphone that I bought. So here I am, and I'm recording on my iPhone. Last week's episode, I also recorded on my phone kind of as a test, and I was at home, so I didn't have my microphone. Uh, I hope you, by the way, I hope you guys enjoyed that last episode. I wanted to switch up the topics a little bit and just get a podcast out because the biggest thing I'm focused on right now is staying consistent with getting episodes out, no matter, you know, not being a perfectionist about it and just getting content out to you guys. As always, I usually say this at the end, but I'll say at the beginning today, if you have any feedback, episode ideas, whatever it may be. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, The email is in the show notes below. YouTube, it's in the description. But this week's episode is going to be about dealing with overwhelm. Why? Because I've been overwhelmed recently. There's no specific reason that I can really nail it down to that I'm feeling this way. I think it's a culmination of a bunch of different things. I've been traveling a lot. Um, I've been, you know, I went home. I was with family. I'm working on a new relationship. So, you know, I think overwhelm can come easily when we're, we're doing a lot of things at once and we're really pushing ourselves uh, to go to the next level, whether it's personally or professionally. So long story short, I've been overwhelmed. And I think overwhelm is one of the biggest roadblocks to creativity because you can't be truly creative. You can't be doing things true to yourself and what you truly want to do if you are overwhelmed because you're just going to be running like a chicken with its head cut off from thing to thing. So today I'm going to share with you the five things that I do when I start feeling overwhelmed, to hopefully help you put it in your back pocket, put it in your your tool belt. Five things you can do if you start to feel overwhelmed and you need to have a breath of fresh air, a, a new wave of creativity. So the first thing, number one, get out of your head. When you're feeling overwhelmed, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I notice that I am all in here, all in my head. If you're listening, I'm pointing to my head right now. The thoughts are stuck. Your brain's going a million miles a minute. You're having thought after thought after thought. Get it out of your head. Whatever way, whatever medium is best for you. I like to do brain dumps where I just grab a piece of paper and I literally write 
everything that comes to my mind. Everything. Whether it's, oh, I have to do this, I have to do that, I have to do this for work, I have to do this for this person, um, I need to, I don't know, reach out to somebody, I forgot to do this. Everything that pops in your head, just throw it on a piece of paper. And then I'll usually go back in and kind of cross stuff out, organize stuff, realize what's a priority, what's not, what's just kind of stressing me out for absolutely no reason at all. And a lot of times after doing this, I'll realize, okay, there's actually not that much to do. My brain is just, has a lot going on in there. So getting it out of your brain, getting it onto paper, uh, journaling is another good format if you just like to write to a prompt or just free write in general. Or the other thing you can do is talk it out. Talk to a close friend. Talk to a family member. Or if you have a podcast, um, I guess just vent to your podcast listeners like I'm doing right now. <laughs> uh, no, I did actually talk to a friend. But, um, you know, I guess do whatever you need to do. Talking, journaling, just get it out of your head. The second thing I like to do is put myself in silence. When I get overwhelmed, I find myself looking for escapes, whether it's getting sucked into TikTok finding a new Netflix show, binge watching YouTube videos. I just, I'm constantly playing something so I don't have to deal with that mental chatter or whatever's going on crazy in my brain. When you're feeling overwhelmed, put yourself in silence. This could be meditating. If you meditate, if you want to try meditating, I like to do that. I've been trying to make it a habit again. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I use Headspace. I think I've plugged them a couple times on here, uh, but I love that app. Another good way to force yourself into silence, because it's hard. When your mind's going a million miles a minute, it, it doesn't feel good to sit in silence. You feel like, oh, I have to do something. I have to like, something needs to distract me, but just push past that sit there. And what I was going to say is put your phone away. Your phone is going to be your biggest distraction. Turn the TV off. Turn everything off. Just let it be quiet. Let all the voices of the world stop coming to you and just let it be silent. And then, you know, to deal with that overwhelm that you might feel of like needing to hear something or distract yourself, do some sort of mundane task that you can really just focus in on the process. Like, for example, doing dishes. I hate doing dishes, but a lot of times this will make me kind of get some of those tasks done. I don't know, doing laundry, folding laundry, making your bed, cleaning. All of those things can help you to distract yourself in a more healthy way from the thoughts in your head while you're still in silence. So then the third thing I like to do reading or listening to a book. And the reason I put this third is because you you don't want to do this first if you're already overwhelmed. Because you need to sit in that silence first to kind of clear your head and figure out what you need. You don't want to just listen to any book or read any book. I always like to read a book or listen to a podcast or listen to a book. I listen to a lot of books on Audible. Uh, something that's relevant, something that came up that you feel like you need to deal with whatever situation you're dealing with at the time. They could be books that inspire you to clear your mind and be present. 
like I, since I've been overwhelmed, I've been rereading The Power of Now. I think I actually talked about that on another episode, but The Power of Now, and I've been listening to Untethered Soul on Audible. 10 out of 10 recommend both of those, especially if you're into spirituality. But I actually think everybody in the entire United States needs to read those books. We're not going to get into that today, but anyways, yes. Another one is Stillness Speaks. So mind clearing books or if in the silence something came up that you needed to hear more about maybe it's organization maybe it's habit forming listen to those books read those books listen to that podcast the fourth thing is remind yourself of the good i find myself getting trapped into these negativity rabbit holes when i'm overwhelmed where i start to feel like i'm doing everything wrong i don't know why I'll think, oh, I I didn't post enough this week, or I posted too much, or I didn't do enough, a high enough quality video this week, or I didn't do this, I didn't do that. It's and it starts, it becomes negative and and it muddles your brain even more. But what if, what if, what if you're doing everything right? What if everything you're doing is one step in the learning process, getting you one step closer to being a better you tomorrow? Think about it from that perspective. Stop letting that negative voice in your head tell you you're doing everything wrong and start telling yourself you're doing everything right. Even if you make a mistake, it was still the right thing to do to make that mistake because you're going to learn from it. You can also try gratitude journaling. I do this sometimes, write down all the things you're grateful for uh, and, and get really simple, like the simplest things. Are you, are you healthy? Do you have good health? Are you you're in a house? You have a roof over your head. You have food you have good relationships, whatever it may be, take it down to the simplest form and realize that even the smallest things you can be grateful for in in a whirlwind of overwhelm. Similar to that, you can do a list of things that make you happy, a list of accomplishments and things that you're doing right. So accomplishments, hype yourself up a little bit. It's okay to hype yourself up a little bit. Write down everything you've done right. Do something to celebrate yourself. My business coach tells me this all the time. Celebrate, celebrate, Hallie. Celebrate yourself because I never do it. I'm so bad at it. I'll have a big accomplishment and I'm like, all right, cool. On to the next. Uh, So take that time to celebrate. Appreciate the things you've done right. List out those accomplishments. And just in general, anything that's going well, relationships, family, friends, little things you've overcome, small improvements you've made in yourself. Maybe you, I don't know, brought up a conversation that you'd normally have been too scared to in the past and kept it inside. That, that's a good accomplishment. So think of everything that's going well, no matter how small, and remind yourself of the good. And last but not least, um, this is actually super important one and something I've been focusing on so much lately because I've kind of gotten out of the habit of it, but that's move your body. I don't care if it's a 10-minute stretch, if it's a 10-minute walk, move. It will make you feel exponentially better. Go on a run, do some yoga, join a workout class. If you're having a hard time with motivating yourself to do a workout or to move, workout classes, I think, are the best way. Even if you don't know anyone, go by yourself. Talk to people, be open. I've been focusing on being more open lately too. Talk to people, make friends, 
Having people around is going to motivate you more. That's why I say a workout class if you're feeling unmotivated. But, you know, if you have that drive yourself, go on a run, get in a routine, force yourself to do something for at least 10 minutes every day just to move. I'm telling you, it'll make you feel so much better. I finally, I went to yoga this morning and yesterday I went to a Pilates class and I cannot tell you how much more motivated I have been, and I and you can probably tell in how I'm talking in this podcast how much better I'm getting my thoughts out and how much more fluently I'm speaking to you guys. It is because I have been doing these five things that I'm telling you right now, and I've been focusing on them. The yoga this morning helped me clear my head, got me in some silence. I thought about, you know, my intentions for the week, everything good that's going on and things I can be appreciative of. It will make you perform in your best state no matter what you're doing, whether you have a corporate job, you're going to work, you have a creative project you're working on, you're writing. I don't know. I'm trying to come up with ideas or um, examples, but you get the point. Whatever you are doing, these five things will help you with it. So I just wanted to share them with you because it was super relevant to me. And I know that it could definitely help you guys. For those of you that have been listening super consistently, thank you, thank you for being here. And if you're new, I'm so excited you're here. I said this in the beginning, but I want to say it again. Reach out. I would love to hear your guys' podcast topic suggestions. I'm looking at having some new uh, some new, not new. I'm just in general doing something new. I'm gonna. I'm looking at having some guests on in the next few weeks. So keep those eyes peeled because that's gonna be exciting. I I'm still gonna do a lot of solo episodes, but I thought it would be fun to dabble with having some guests on who inspire me and who I think could help you in your journey to finding your passions. If these five tips resonated with you, if they're things you already do. Or if there's something that you think you could help a friend with, send it to that friend. I think that these these five things, they've helped me so much, and I think that they could really help anybody. So if you know someone that's struggling with overwhelm who might need to clear their head, send them this episode and tell them, try these five steps. They worked for me, or I'm going to try them, whatever it may be. Send it to them, or share it on social media if you think some of your people on social media might need help with these you know, these five steps might help them. And of course, if you're feeling extra generous, give us a rating and review. I love to see what you guys think of the podcast on there as well. So thank you guys so much for listening. I really enjoyed this episode. I felt like it flowed really well and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I will see you next week. Peace out, pals.